Hello and welcome to This Week in True Crime, the more laid-back weekly series that takes a look at current and ongoing events in the true crime world. If you prefer to listen to this show in a podcast form, then don't worry, you can. You can find This Week in True Crime on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you would usually go to listen to your podcasts. A link to the podcast version of this show can be found in the description. This week, we'll take a look at how a Seattle Seahawk player lost his coveted place on the team due to his horrifying actions at home. A murder for hire plot that was planned by an Oklahoma couple. And we'll take a look at a man who has been charged on two counts of murder after two bodies were seen on his Instagram live stream. All that and more coming right up. The following episode is not suitable for those under the age of 13. Viewer discretion and parental guidance is advised. Seattle Seahawk player Chad Wheeler was released from his team last week on Wednesday the 27th of January 2021. In a press release posted by the team on social media, they announced that Chad Wheeler had been immediately released from the team. Now, this not-so-shocking expulsion from the team comes off the back of his recent release from county jail for domestic abuse charges. Police were called to Wheeler's home late in the evening on Friday the 22nd of January 2021 after a terrified call from Wheeler's girlfriend. She had dialed 911 while hiding in a locked bathroom after being choked out by her boyfriend in a violent attack. He had actually stopped her from breathing by holding her nose and mouth closed while continuing to choke her out with the other hand. This dude is a complete capital A for abusive twat. I cannot begin to imagine the fear that his girlfriend must have felt. For the purposes of privacy, we're not going to be revealing her name or showing her photo. The charging documents stated that when she came back around, when she came to, she tried to get away from him, but the six foot seven tall Wheeler, quote, violently grabbed her left arm and ripped her body back towards him and then choked her into unconsciousness again. And when she regains consciousness for the second time, Wheeler expressed surprise saying, quote, oh, you're still alive. This is when she ran away and hid herself in the bathroom. It was in the bathroom where she made the call to the police and began to frantically text her friends and family to try to help her and to try to get them to also contact the police. When the police who responded to the 911 call arrived on scene, they said that they could hear a woman screaming from inside the apartment. And so they decided to force entry into the apartment where they found Wheeler standing behind this woman, his girlfriend. The report states that she was found crying in pain with her face covered in blood and her left arm swollen and limp against her body. She also had noticeable fingerprints on both sides of her neck. Even with the police now in the property and bearing witness to the abuse that they could see before them, Wheeler still didn't comply with the officer's commands and he actually ended up getting tased and, you know, rightfully so for what he did. He repeatedly yelled, quote, sorry, and I don't beat women, and began calling out to his girlfriend, telling her that he loved her. Sure, because when we love someone, we aggressively beat them up and try to choke them to death. Yeah, that's how that works. I'm not an expert on relationships, but kind of feel like that isn't what love is. 
Just saying. When the police questioned the woman, they asked her if she thought she was going to die, and she responded by saying that she thought she already had. Wheeler's girlfriend was then taken to hospital, where she was found to have a fractured arm, dislocated elbow, and aspiration fluid in her chest. The whites of her eyes were also noted to have been completely red, which is a sign consistent with a strangulation. She spoke to the police in the hospital and stated that Wheeler, who she had only been dating for about six months, had bipolar disorder and that he hadn't been taking his medication. She believes that the incident that night was due to a manic episode and that it wasn't provoked by an argument, but began when he, quote, snapped into a dark place. Now, regardless of his alleged disorder, it doesn't excuse or make his actions any less punishable. Sure, it helps to provide context and explain why it happened, but in this case, it really cannot be used to excuse him of the extreme violence. If his girlfriend hadn't come back around, if she hadn't been able to contact the police, if she had died, it would have been cold-blooded murder. He even believed he had killed her at one point during the attack. Bipolar disorder doesn't make you any less responsible for your actions, and Chad is a very rich man, and it's not as if he couldn't afford to receive proper medical treatment for his condition. His medication wasn't agreeable. There are other routes that he could have taken, and he easily could have, you know, afford to take these other routes, and it, it just seems very irresponsible. I know from personal experience how it feels that you think that you don't need the medication anymore, and you should come off it, and it's changing your personality and all that. There is a reason in the majority of cases why you've been prescribed that medication and if you're having an issue with that medication, at least in the UK, thankfully it's very easy to go to your doctor and have that addressed. Um, I know in America you're not quite as fortunate when it comes to the healthcare system, but as I said, Chad was a very rich man, so there was there's literally no excuse as to why he he couldn't get this, you know, see more, seek medical treatment, get new medication, therapy, all sorts of different behavioural therapies. It just doesn't make any sense. Of course, if Chad were in a different position and he couldn't afford his healthcare, that would be a very, very different case and a massive failing on the medical system. And it would have been, it's not so much the blame wholly on him, but he's rich. So, you know, there is literally no excuse. Chad Wheeler was charged with first-degree domestic violence assault, domestic violence, unlawful imprisonment, and resisting arrest. Wheeler was booked into King County Jail early Saturday the 23rd of January 2021 in the morning and was released on Tuesday the 26th of January 2021 in the morning after a hefty $400,000 bail bond was posted. Wheeler then posted a series of tweets on Wednesday the 27th of January, which was last Wednesday, in which he said he is walking away from the sport and seeking help. Thank God. These tweets came mere hours after the press release from the Seahawks went live, stating that they had dropped him from the team and that they condemn his actions. In court on the 1st of February 2021, which was yesterday as of recording this, Chad Wheeler entered a plea of not guilty to multiple charges stemming from this assault. Further to this not guilty plea, Chad asked the judge to allow him to move to Hawaii. This was apparently justifiable because Chad's girlfriend was living in the apartment that they shared, and obviously Wheeler was not allowed to go back to that apartment because 
obvious reasons. So he and his defense team requested that he should be allowed to go to Hawaii because he had a second home there. Again, this man was very rich. But you go just in the middle of a court case, you plead in not guilty, you're in like a very serious court case, you just say, I want to move to Hawaii. Like, what? It's just the lack of of any recognition of his actions and any understanding of the seriousness of the situation and this case, it just, it's just so, so, so bizarre. Now Chad's girlfriend understands that, you know, Chad, he was staying in a hotel at the time and she understood that he needed to go somewhere that wasn't in a hotel and be with his family and stuff. So she suggested to him to move to Los Angeles. Well, I don't think to him, I think through the legal system so that he could be with his family so that they can help him get, you know, help for his bipolar disorder, go back on medication or see more doctors, that kind of thing. But the judge also denied this request. Chad Wheeler is now required to wear a GPS ankle monitor until his full trial begins. If convicted, he could be sentenced to 8 to 12 years in prison. Though I imagine the defense team is going to be taking the angle of, you know, the mental illness, the manic episode, um, not guilty by reason of insanity at the time, you know? So it's going to be really interesting to see how this case plays out. Uh, we will be following it in this, this week, so as we get updates on that, we'll be letting you know. Now, the second case we are going to be looking into this week is a murder-for-hire plot orchestrated by an Oklahoma couple. Courtney Detheridge and her husband, a new husband, Dustin, were the pair behind this plot, and together they had tried to figure out the best way to get away with the murder of Courtney's ex, Courtney's ex-husband. So Courtney picked up the phone and reached out to a family friend from Texas and she asked them if they would be up to help them in this plot to kill her ex-husband. On this call, the three of them negotiated a $250 down payment for the murder, which they would get, uh, the friend would get when they met up, and then another $250 after the ex-husband had been killed. Now after discussing this plan with Courtney and Dustin, the family friends, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply immediately and obviously and respectably contacted law enforcement and reported what had happened to them because the average person, you know, believe it or not, does not want to be involved in a murder case, especially when it is just $500. Police were then in regular contact with this friend and they set out a plan to catch the pair in the act and, you know, obviously they tried, um, they, they kept an eye on the ex-husband to keep him safe and make sure that nothing actually happened to him. And so, on the 22nd of January 2021, the family friend from Texas travelled to meet with the pair to finalise this deal. The three planned the deed in Courtney's car, and the couple gave their friend this 12-gauge shotgun. They'd actually taken this shotgun from Dustin's grandfather's home earlier that week. Of course, this friend was in cahoots with the police this entire time, and 
the police were close by, you know, it was, knew what was going on and were keeping an eye on the situation. Though in the end, instead of that $250 down payment, the family friend only received $100 as a down payment, which is a bit scammy, not gonna lie. On the drive to the place where her ex-husband was, where he lived or where he worked, uh, we couldn't quite figure it out, law enforcement made a routine traffic stop on the car. And then based on the contents of the car, you know, the shotgun and the statement from the family friends, Courtney was arrested immediately as she had been the primary instigator, allegedly, in this, uh, in this case. Courtney was taken to Latimer County Jail on a $100,000 bond, which has since been paid, which means that obviously she is now being released. On the 29th of January, 2021, a week after Courtney had been arrested by the police, Dustin Detheridge was also taken into custody, the new husband. Dustin had also been given a $100,000 bond, though it is currently unknown whether this has been paid or if uh, he's been released or not. Both Courtney and Dustin now face solicitation of murder charges in connection with their plot. And I'm going to be honest, $500 to commit a murder with a $250 down payment. Why are they acting as if this friend is just coming to buy a used car from them? And why did they think their friend would be perfectly okay with murder? Mm, absolutely idiots there. I'm really glad that in the end nobody was hurt and that they were apprehended before anything serious actually happens um, and the police stepped in and this family friend did completely the right thing. It'll be interesting to see how that case also plays out but I imagine it's going to be a fairly straightforward um, attempted murder case, you know, conspiracy to commit murder case. I just can't get over how stupid they are. The final case we will be delving into today is this man who has been charged on two counts of murder after two bodies were seen in the background of his Instagram live stream. If you're not familiar with Instagram live streams, it's where you can go live on Instagram and anyone can join, all your followers or people who don't even follow you can watch this live stream and see what's going on in real time. In the early hours of the 30th of January 2021, police officers responded to a call requesting a welfare check on a property in California. This welfare check was requested by a woman who had been watching an Instagram live and was concerned with something that she had seen on this live. On the call, the woman reported that the man she had been watching on Instagram live was armed, had weapons and he was inside an apartment, and in the background you could see two female bodies lying on the floor, not moving. When the officers arrived at the apartment, they found that the suspect had barricaded himself inside the building and was refusing the officer's entry to the home. So with this refusal and with the information that there were these two potentially injured, potentially severely injured women inside, the police officers called in a SWAT team and the Critical Incident Negotiation Team. Now these teams attempted to negotiate with the man, but their attempts yielded no results. Police evacuated other apartments in the building and used, quote, distraction devices and chemical agents to force the suspect to surrender, but those efforts were also unsuccessful. Eventually, at 8.32 a.m. in the morning, police officers were able to enter the apartment and found the suspects hiding inside. The suspect was quickly taken into police custody, but not without him putting up a bit of a fight, resulting in an officer having to use a taser to subdue him. The officers unfortunately found two women deceased inside the apartment, 
Their cause of death is currently still under investigation and obviously their names are being withheld, though the suspect in question is a man called Raymond Weber, a 29-year-old from Sacramento whose brother Marcus Weber is a known local rapper. He goes by the name Uzi Marcus. Raymond claims, now this is the man who had held these two women hostage and, you know, was armed and everything on the Instagram Live, he claims that it was his brother, the rapper, and the two now-dead women um, that were trying to set him up to, you know, for some crime. Raymond is currently being held in county jail without bail. He actually had multiple outstanding warrants for various felonies, including domestic battery and assault with a deadly weapon. Raymond's brother Marcus was also being held in the same county jail for several charges, including endangering the life or health of a child and possession of a firearm by a felon. I'm sure it was a lovely family reunion when Raymond arrived at the county jail and saw his brother and they just had a little catch-up. <laughs> oh. I really hope that in this case, Raymond is brought to justice for what he's done to these two women. And this story brings us to the end of this episode of This Week in True Crime. As I say, I hope we can see some justice um, in these cases and the families involved get the justice that they deserve. With all that being said, I'll see you in the next case.